The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. My next guest is one of the biggest names in American auctioneering, and he's travelled all the way from Dallas, Texas, to judge the contestants of the top auctioneer rostrum competition at Tattersalls. The winner of the professional category will get the opportunity to travel to Dallas and participate in the Lone Star Auctioneering Competition under his guidance. So joining me, the founder, president and director of America's Auction Academy, Mike Jones. Mike, good morning and welcome. Good morning. It's great to be with you. How long have you been an auctioneer? I have been an auctioneer licensed for about 45 years, and I've been in the auction industry for about 48. Now, how do you become an auctioneer, and how do you even know you want to be an auctioneer? You know, it's interesting. Um, I think uh, becoming an auctioneer, uh, it's all related to tongue twisters and number drills, and that's what we we use to create that. Uh, But I think the people that like to be an auctioneer, they're, they're high energy. They love uh, the excitement of interacting with people. Uh, there's just a lot of, uh, it's a little bit of anxiety, you know, I think uh, you can play on it's that. It's a performance. It is a performance, uh, most definitely. Now, often we see, uh, whether it's a cattle auction or uh, any kind of an auction in American media and movies and so on, it's, it's a rattle, it's nonstop. Yes, uh, we call it the sing-song cry of the auctioneer. We call it a chant uh, in the States. Um, it, it is all about rhythm, and uh, a good auctioneer can, can make the product bring more money. I think that's the, the number one thing. At the end of the day, it's, it's about performance on behalf of the seller. I mean, sometimes it's incomprehensible to us as, as lay people. You know, we're not buying cattle. We're watching a movie, and it's... <laughs> that's how it sounds to us. Yes. What are you actually saying? Well, uh, if, if, if I'm doing it, and, and I have different versions, uh, yeah. so I have a faster speed and a, a, a fundraising speed. If I, I do a lot of fundraisers in the States, um, but it, typically it'd be like this, uh, 250 now, 500, I bet 250 to $500, I bet about 500 to 555, but I get 750 now, $1,000 bid, $1,000, give me $1,000 now, 12 and a half now, 1500 now, but I get 1500 <laughs> Okay, uh, because you're here in front of me, I, I think I got the drift of that. Yes. But it often as I say, it's incomprehensible. Um, how did you do your first auction? And I mean, when did you get the call? Because I'm sure there would be a certain competition among auctioneers uh, to get a good auction. Well, it's interesting because I, I graduated from auction school in, at the end of 78. And then in 79, I, I went to the state convention of auctioneers. And that's where I met a, a lot of influencers uh, that became my friends for the next 30, 40 years. And some of them still friends today. Um, but um, one of my neighbors who was at, at the competition, he says, uh, you know, there's going to be a contest this evening. And I go, no, 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 no. You know, I'm not ready for that. And he goes, oh, you're in the contest. I said, well, I didn't sign up for the contest. And he said, oh, I signed you up. So I had to do it right then. And that was the first. And, and he was uh, from a little town called Munster, Texas. And, um, and they make cheese. It's a German community. And uh, he 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 put a uh, a hunk of Munster cheese, you know, you know, like you buy in the store, which cost all of like four dollars. That was the first thing I ever auctioned off at a competition. And how much did you get for the four dollar cheese? About seven dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> so you did well. <laughs> I did good. Um, is it um, a different technique for a different product? For example, cattle versus cars uh, yes. versus whatever a property. Well, very much so. Uh, cattle, 
and cars are, are market sales. And they're really just numbers. You know, if you, if you go to a cattle sale in the States or most anywhere, it's, it's all about repetition, kind of monotonous, quite frankly. If you're going to sit in the stands for 10 hours or in the, in the States, you know, there's some auctioneers that start at 10 in the morning and go to one in the morning. It's, it's, it's just killer. Yeah. Um, and car sales, uh, the goal there is to sell a car about every 20 seconds. So you don't have a lot of time. You're not going to be talking about anything. You know, you may intro the car, but then you're going to go straight into selling it. And you've got about 15, 20 seconds, and you've got to be moving into the next car. I presume unless it's a classic car sale, in which case you're bigging up the car. Yes. Now, of course, in the States, we have uh, several companies. We have uh, Mecham is a big one. Uh, Barrett-Jackson is another. And then there are some others as well, the Monterey car sale. Uh, that's, there is no rush. There is no rush. You take your time uh, because you have uh, very high-end vehicles, very high-end uh, sellers, and they want to know that if you're going to charge them whatever percentage that they're being charged, that they they got their money's worth. They want to make yeah. sure they got every dollar out of that car they possibly can. I mean, you could be looking at a million-dollar motor. Oh, easy, easy. Maybe $4 million. Wow. Sure. Now then, selling property. Yes, that's, that's more in my – now – you know, as I as I, what, what happens is you start out selling chattel or or personal property, and then you work your way into businesses, and then you can work your way into manufacturing equipment, which I I've done all of that, and then uh, worked my I also got my real estate license when uh, I was about twenty four, and so I've had that for forty years, and uh, I love to sell real estate. Real estate, uh, there's no rush there either because you're. I will say there was a, a, one time. Uh, back in the uh, 80s, uh, when the savings and loans uh, were closing in the United States uh, during the Reagan administration. And we worked, I worked uh, with a team to sell properties for the Resolution Trust Corporation. And we would sell as many as 2,000 properties in a day. Wow. But that's, ver- but that's totally different. These what- were foreclosures, basically. Basically, yeah, because they were closing the banks. And uh, so on a normal basis, I would sell a, a premier property, maybe one property. And it, it might take uh, it might take two hours. The process might take two hours, especially if you're selling land. If you're selling land, uh, if you're selling it by the acre, or if you're, you're going to break it up into choice, uh, you know, depending on how you're offering the yeah. property. But yes, you take your time on the real estate, and I like that because I can stop and talk about it. Is it still a lot of words, or do they use things like video now for those kind of sales? The, the auction business today is very versatile. You know, uh, a lot of things we'll do. Uh, we'll do live and online. So it may be a situation where I have someone, you know, four feet away from me with a computer and someone is bidding. I mean, I've had people bid everywhere in the world on a property in Texas. They've never seen the property. They've never looked at the property. They have done their due diligence based on our property information packet. They've studied, um, but they've never seen it and sight unseen and they buy it. Now, you're here to judge a competition of Irish auctioneers at, at Tatterstalls. So um, is it very different here? Or is it the same craft, the same art, the same skill the world over? A lot of the, the what you call an art, uh, is, is similar. You know, you still have to have the stage presence. Yeah, you want to see that excitement. Um, I've been a, a sponsor for this contest, for the Novice Contest, for about five years. So we, we were one of the original sponsors. And uh, the thing that uh, I know is th- there's a little different style, uh, mm-hmm. how they sell out. You know, what they're asking for is different than how they do it in the States. So, they, you know, they may keep repeating what they have 
here, where over there they will be keep repeating what they want. So there's a little little nuance. It's different. Okay, one is is bigging up the the lot, whatever the lot is. Yes, and the other is kind of bidding up the price. Yes, and and and, and it is, it is just it's a little tough for um, the Irish that come over because they're they're used to doing it and seeing it the same way their whole lives, and now they're coming over there and they're having to deal with the Americanization of the of the uh, art, and uh, and we don't tell them you know you you have to do it our way, you know. But I think some of the uh, the lads that come over, they like it. It's like, well, that's a different way to do it. That'll make me look different. And so several of them have come back over here and, and tried it the different. In America, do you have reserves? You know, I'm not selling it. I haven't reached my reserve yet. Um, I will not sell this below X, Y, or Z. Well, uh, the funny thing is I, I'm consider, considered a specialty uh, expert when it comes to auctioneering. And one of the things in the United States – all auctions in the United States are considered with reserve unless otherwise stated. Okay. And that's the law. So if you want to sell it to the highest bidder uh, or absolute is, is how we say it, uh, then you would av- advertise it that way, or that you're selling it to the highest it bidder. It will be sold today. It will be words. sold today. And whoever comes along, and yep. whether and the, it's a dollar or $1,000, it's going to be sold. And the only exception to that is if for whatever reason the seller – Ops to withdraw the item before it is ever offered. Okay, so they have. I mean, that's just that's the law. Before it's ever offered, not when you know a going once. Go- I withdraw. No, 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 can't do that. Can't do that. because when that auction starts, once a bid is presented and accepted, you're game off, on. You're off to the races. Game on. Yep. Um, looking back on your very varied career, are there some auctions that? you always recall to mind, either because they were disastrous or because they were wonderful. (laughs) Well, you you never like to think about the bad in the past. So, uh, but yeah, we've done some really interesting sales over the years. Uh, We we sold a, a, one of the the nice uh, things that happened to me when I was about 23 is I got to uh, offer a, uh, an entire small town in Texas, which made the front page of the Dallas Morning News, it, the BBC covered it. They actually had a, a, a camera crew there, the news. Uh, it was a worldwide event. It never happened before. Uh, Gene Autry, uh, who was a, the old a famous, uh, the old cowboy, you know, um, he um, owned the California Angels baseball team at the time. He was born in that town of Tioga. He used to play guitar with my grandmother uh, when they were kids. And uh, they had, I got a quote from him about it. Anyway, we, we took it to auction and uh, sold it. And that was probably, that was the kickoff to my career. You know, yeah. uh, it, was, it was a really large. And other highlights that you remember? Uh, one, uh, I used to do some large government sales. You know, I, I sold, if you're familiar with, uh, I don't know if they call it, what they call it here, but it, it's called uh, manufactured housing or mobile homes yeah. is what we call it in the States. And uh, FEMA uh, the Federal Emergency Management Team, they they uh, have these homes for people where national... national and they ship disasters. them into those locations yes. when they're needed. Right. Yeah. And I sold about 3,000 of those uh, for the government, and it was the last uh, live uh, public auction for the General Services Administration of the United States government, and it, it was the largest one they ever had up to date, and that was in the 90s, so about $20 million or so. And uh, got a lot of notoriety from that. And then, I, you know, I've done a lot of fundraising. I mean, a lot. I've worked, uh, in fact, you know, the Super Bowl is, is, is just, uh, it's happened. And uh, the, um, our, our team was hired to come in and, and do uh, some fundraising 
at the Super Bowl. We did five Super Bowls, so that was a pretty uh, big deal. And and I think uh, the fact that we did uh, the 30th anniversary uh, auction uh, for the television show Dallas, a lot of folks over here know the, uh-huh. the show Dallas, and uh, uh, it was a situation where um, I actually have a photo of sitting in a chair surrounded by all the uh, cast of the show, and we raised money for charity. It was their 30th anniversary, so every 10 years they'll norm- normally come to South Forth Ranch and uh, appear, and so that was a, a highlight. Yeah, and South Fork is much visited, I believe. South Fork is still a, a big draw. You know, people come from all over the world. It's about uh, 10 minutes from, from our ranch. We have a ranch as well. We raise longhorns and, and have visitors come to our, our place as well. So whenever we have the, uh, the, the people from Ireland come over, uh, they're always invited to come to our ranch. And, and of course, they always want to go to South Fork and they want to go to the Fort Worth Stockyards. And, and uh, speaking of the stockyards, that is a, you know, it's where the old cattle pens used to be. Uh-huh. It, you know, now it's, it's very, um, it's kind of a mix of old and new. It's very, it's very positive, very positive place for people to go. And that's where the Lone Star Open uh, bid calling contest. And uh, so whoever wins this contest here in Ireland will be traveling to the States and will be entered into that contest uh, uh, against the best of the best. Exciting so times for Big our winner, whoever that winner may be. Uh, you yourself, I mean, you're uh, a typical Texan. You wear a Stetson. You're also a musician. I love music. You know, I, I collect uh, instruments as well. Um, and an old disc jockey. I think I think what happens, um, uh, old disc jockeys and auctioneers are frustrated musicians. They really just want to be in a band. And I really do believe that that is part of it. Yeah. Well, Mike, it's been a pleasure meeting you. I hope you enjoy your stay in, in Ireland and that uh, you pick a worthy winner to journey with you uh, to Dallas, Texas. Uh, we, we are so uh, just so pleased to, to do this. And uh, I've been looking forward to coming to Ireland for a long time. We have a lot of heritage in Ireland and Scotland. So we have, uh, we, we've been looking forward to it. And it's going to be a great competition, great competition uh, every year. It always is. The, the young people that come join us in Texas are just top notch. Mike Jones, founder, president, and director of America's Auction Academy. Mike, thank you. For- the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.